This is Blind Football News. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Blind Football News. Today on Thursday the 30th of November. It's the end of November, December is upon us. And it's also almost the end of the Champions League. So we've got five of six match days done in the group stage. And finally, things are starting to shape up and we're starting to see which teams will be advancing, which teams won't. There were some really cool games happening yesterday and the day before. So we'll focus on two of those that we'll go into in more detail. And those two games will be the game between Manchester City and Leipzig, which took place on Tuesday, and then the well, very important game between Galatasaray, Istanbul and Manchester United. It's kind of like a mini last chance saloon game for Manchester United to qualify for the Champions League, but we'll get into that right after the news. All right, so... News comes, of course, from the other Champions League games, the games that we won't be going into in any detail today. And there, it's Borussia Dortmund are through. They are through to the last 16. They qualified from the group of death with AC Milan, PSG and Newcastle United by winning 3-1 again uh, away to AC Milan. And all the other teams can still qualify. It's a bit complicated, but basically it boils down to Dortmund playing PSG, and if PSG win, they are through. Otherwise, there's going to be a direct game between AC Milan and Newcastle, and the winner of that game will be able or will qualify as long as Dortmund don't lose to PSG. So it's going to be a really exciting match day. Um, group A is the group with Manchester United. We'll go to that a bit later. In Group C, Real Madrid are through, and we'll have a mini-final between Braga and SSC Naples on match day six, where Braga will be the away team and will need to win by two goals or more to qualify for the Champions League knockout stages, otherwise Naples are through. And uh, in Group D, we Real Sociedad and Inter Milan will fight it out for first place on match day six. They are both through. And Benfica will be playing Salzburg, the, as long as Salzburg don't lose by three goals, that game doesn't matter. Otherwise, if Benfica win by three goals or more, they will knock the Austrians off the Europa League spots and qualify themselves. And uh, finally, <clears throat> we also have an interesting game coming up in Group H in the last match day with Porto and Shakhtar. Donetsk playing a direct duel for the last remaining Champions League spot. If Shakhtar win, they are in the Europa League. If Porto draw or Porto win, um, then it's game. Then it's Europa League for the Ukrainian side. All right, that's actually like all the important pieces of the Champions League. All other groups are more or less set in stone anyway. So now we'll go and focus on the games. And the first game we'll go into is the clash between Manchester City and Rasenballsport Leipzig. The game took place in Manchester in the Etihad Stadium. And both teams were already through, so it was only a matter of who will finish in first. For Leipzig to leapfrog Manchester City, they would have to win by at least a two-goal difference since they lost the first game a 3-1, and it's down to direct duel or down to the goal difference and the results in the direct duels as the first tiebreaker for the Champions League groups. The game started very lively with Leipzig providing the attacking threat in the first 10 minutes of the game, then the 13th minute. 
Leipzig pass the ball back to their own keeper, trying to play out from behind. Keeper Blaswick just pumps the ball down the field. Akanji and Opender in a duel. And the Leipzig attacker gets through. He's free on goal. Clear on goal. One-on-one -on -one with the keeper. Left for the shot. Goal. 1-0 Leipzig from 16 yards out. He does everything right. But it was a big mistake by Manchester City defender Akanji, who, when the ball was going over his head, just didn't have enough to hold on Opender. Opender just ran past him, was through, clear on goal and made no mistake. Left-footed finish to the bottom right corner, nothing keeper Edison can do. So after 13 minutes, pretty surprisingly, 1-0 for the guests from Leipzig. Then Manchester City win a free kick in the 16th minute in the left half space around 25 meters from the touchline. They play an outswinger towards the six-yard box. Ruben Diaz is completely free, he gets a free header, heads it towards goal, but over. He just heads it over. Centimeters. Huge chance for the equalizer, but it goes begging. Still 1-0 for the guests. Manchester City would then go on to have more of the game. The 30th minute. A ball into the penalty box. Rico Lewis controls it well. No one near him. He takes two steps, shoots from the six-yard line, but over. He fires it over. Huge chance for the youngster to put things level, but again, it goes begging from just about five to six meters out. Then the 33rd minute. Manchester City have the ball near the right corner flag. Jack Grealish loses the ball. Suddenly Leipzig clear the ball towards the halfway line. Openda challenged by Diaz gets loose and suddenly all alone running towards the goalkeeper. Joshko Guardiola, the defender, comes back, tries to challenge him, but Openda cuts towards the inside and then with the right foot shows left corner, goal! 2-0. Huge surprise for everyone. Openda with his second goal in 33 minutes to put Leipzig up 2 Nil. Not a lot of people would have expected that because that actually puts them within reach of the group title. Then the second half, 55th minute. Manchester City try and attack through the centre. Quick combination football. The ball goes to Foden. Foden sees Haaland on the back of the last defender, plays the through ball. Haaland alone in the penalty box, shoots it, left-footed shot, scores. Left-footed shot to the bottom left corner. Nothing the goalkeeper can do. It was a perfectly weighted through pass by Phil Foden and Haaland just timed his run to perfection. Great play and it just proves how phenomenally good, how phenomenally well Elling Haaland can just sniff out these situations to bang the ball in the back of the net. 2-1, game on. Then the 70th minute, Manchester City have the ball, building an attack from the left. Guardiol sees Phil Foden at the edge of the penalty box pass. He takes one touch pass, one defender, then shoots through the legs of his defender. Goal! Low shot to the half-right side. Goalkeeper's view was obstructed, so not a lot he can do to stop the shot from about 10 meters out from Phil Foden. It was a great play by Phil Foden, who received the ball on the edge of the penalty box, took one touch, taking it past the defender, marking him, and then when faced with another defender challenging him, he coolly slots the ball between the defender's legs with his left boot to the bottom right corner to make it 2-2 and level the scores. He gave the assist for the previous goal, now he scored himself. Phenomenal performance by the England midfielder. Then the 76th minute, Rasenballsport Leipzig whacked the ball forward, a high ball towards the penalty box. It goes over the first line of defence. Suddenly, three and three on the edge of the penalty box. Cavallo gets the ball, shoots it to the left bottom of the corner. Goal! Three, two, or not. Offside. The referee raises his flag. The extensive VR check shows that Cavallo was actually offside when the long ball was played. It was maybe a fraction of a metre, like 30 centimetres that he was offside by, but... Offside is offside. VR checked. Video technology confirmed the decision. Still 2-2. The 86th minute. Manchester City attacking down the left to Doku. Doku plays the ball into the penalty box. Foden finds it. Takes two touches. 
away from goal, plays a ball into the path of Julian Alvarez. He strikes from six metres out. Goal. 3-2. Manchester City win it in the 87th minute. It was a well-constructed attack. So Doku had the ball on the wing just outside the penalty box. He sees Foden inside, plays the ball towards Foden, Foden who's close to the penalty spot. Foden takes a touch to the left, three steps, drawing defenders towards him, which opens up the space for Alvarez. Alvarez in the central position, just two metres behind the six-yard line, thrashes the ball into the net, nothing to do. 3-2, Manchester City run away with the game after coming back from two goals down, which means they also top the group. They are definitely guaranteed first place, which will open a, well, probably easier composition in the round of 16 in the Champions League. Leipzig still performed well enough. They thought they gave it the best. They were on, an, on the same level as Manchester City, but in the end, they just came short of a huge upset. So... Fair play to it. But Leipzig, who are definitely one of the teams to look out for, especially as a group winner, I'm sure you would not want to have them in the round of 16. Okay, talking about round of 16, on to the next game between Galatasaray, Istanbul and Manchester United, which had huge implications for the round of 16. Basically, Manchester United have to win this game if they want to be able to qualify without having to rely on other teams on the last match day. Galatasaray, on the other hand, if they win this game, they are in very good position to qualify. They would only need a draw from the last game. So let's see what happened in Istanbul on this match day five in Group A. The hosts would have the better of the first 10 minutes, having a shot and goal saved by Onana and a corner that went was fairly dangerous. Then the 11th minute. Manchester United attacked down the right side. A ball played into the penalty box. Hjorland lays it back to Fernandes. Fernandes sees Ganacho on the left. Ganacho all in front of the goalkeeper, all on his own. Whacks it from flicks out. Goal! 1-0 from the left edge of the penalty box. Alejandro Ganacho, after scoring a phenomenal goal on the weekend, puts his team ahead. He might have scored the goal of his life on the weekend. And this could be just as important because... As mentioned, a win would put them through. So it was some great combination. And then the ball laid to Ganacho, found himself completely unmarked in the left side of the penalty area. He takes two touches towards the six-yard box and then just whacks it into the top cross corner from around six yards out. Nothing the goalkeeper can do. 1-0 Manchester United. And then the 14th minute. Galatasaray Istanbul have a corner from the right side. Outswing is played toward the six-yard box. Headed a goal. Straight at the keeper. The ball is still loose. People trying to whack it. it cannons off of a defender. Somehow it's cleared. Still 1-0. Then there are huge complaints by Galatasaray that there was a handball when the shot and goal was blocked. It was frantic goal mouth action. So first a header from close range. Straight at Onana. Then the ball falls back to a Galatasaray attacker. He shoots from around six yards out straight at a Manchester United player who it actually ends up striking just on the left shoulder, just like at the beginning of the arm. So no penalty, although it was very close. Still 1-0. Manchester United win a throw-in in the 18th minute. It's on the left side. Shaw has the ball, plays it to Fernandes. Fernandes going through the left half side towards the penalty box. Shoots! What a strike from outside the 16-yard box. He nails it into the top bin, left top corner. Nothing the goalkeeper can do. From 80 meters out with his right foot, not a lot of pressure from the defense. So he just takes it, takes his laces through the ball 
and the ball curves perfectly into the top left corner. An amazing strike to put his side up 2-0. Galatasaray have to do something. The 27th minute. A quick counter-attack. They find themselves on the edge of the penalty box. Bruno Fernandes pulls the leg of an attacker. Free kick. It's around two metres from the, the line of the 16-yard box from a position slightly to the right of the right post. Up steps Hakim Ziyech, the former Chelsea player. The wall is covering the near corner. He takes a step and then curls the ball to the far corner. Goalkeeper wrong for the goal. 2-1. He completely surprises Onana. The ball just kind of passed a bouncy pass into the goal. Yeah, and Onana just not prepared for it. He was already going the other direction and it goes into the net. 2-1, game on. The game would get a lot more physical from then on with three yellow cards in the next 10 minutes. Then the 55th minute. Manchester United with an attack down the right side. Wan-Bissaka gets the ball in the penalty area. Squares it across the penalty box. McTominay slides in. Goal! 3-1. Just from this edge of the six-yard box, McTominay finds himself completely unmarked. All he has to do is stretch his left leg to connect with the low cross by Wan-Bissaka. No offside. VAR check confirms. 3-1 for Manchester United. And again, they have re-established a two-goal lead. There's nothing the goalkeeper can do. The ball... Yeah, from such a short distance, he tried to block as much as he could, but alas, nothing he could do. 3-1. Then, the 62nd minute. Galatasaray win a free kick from the right side. It's a crossing position around 20 metres from the touchline. Hakem Ziyech steps up to take it. He plays an in-swing cross towards the six-yard box. It goes past everyone, hits keep on Anna, but he spills it into his own net. Embarrassing, huge mistake by the goalkeeper, Andre Mbunanana. The ball goes directly at him. It might bounce slightly in front of him, but it ends up exactly where he's standing. He goes to the ground, the goalkeeper, and can't hold on to it. He kind of whacks it past his own body into the net. It looks really, really awkward and embarrassing. He reacts too late, stretches out his right fist and hits it between his own legs. Really embarrassing. 3-2 and suddenly things are open again. The 73rd minute, Galatasaray build an attack on the right side. Ziyech plays a through ball to Aktakoglu. Aktakoglu on the edge of the penalty area, strikes it, goal! 3-3! He gets the ball on the right edge of the penalty area, carries it two steps and then whacks it with his laces towards the near corner. It goes into the top bin. Nothing really Onana can do. It was a powerful strike from... 60 meters out just inside the penalty box and straight into the top corner. An amazing goal to put scores level again. And suddenly, Manchester United really, really have to be nervous about qualifying for the knockout stages. The 85th minute. Manchester United attack down the right side. Ball is cut back to Bruno Fernandes. Central position, 20 meters outside. He whacks it with his foot. Post! He just misses by centimeters. Misses the chance to put his side up. 4-3. An amazing, thrilling encounter would still not have ended yet because there's still one key moment to come. The 90th minute, Manchester United attack through a central position. Dalot finds himself completely unmarked on the right side of the penalty box. He gets the ball, plays a flow ball across goal, Terrera intercepts, but somehow ping pong, the ball is going from defender to player. Palestri completely alone in front of goal, shoots it straight at the goalkeeper. From the edge of the six yard box, he hits keeper Muslera, who denies him and Manchester United, the last gasp winner, three Three, and that's it. Final score, Manchester United failed to win and that means they will have 
quite a task ahead of them if they still want to qualify for the knockout stages of the Champions League. Because as things stand, they are in fourth after five match days. They sit in four points and ahead of them we have Galatasaray Istanbul and FC Copenhagen on five points. By Munich first, they are through, that doesn't matter. But the last match, Manchester United will go to Bayern Munich, or actually they will host Bayern Munich, while Copenhagen and Galatasaray face each other. The only possible way for Manchester United to qualify is if they beat Bayern Munich at home and the game between Copenhagen and Galatasaray doesn't end in a draw. If either of those two teams win, then they're through. Otherwise, Manchester United still have a tiny hint of a chance, but that would involve them beating Bayern Munich and the other game ending in a draw. So, yeah, dire situation in the red side of Manchester, the blue side of Manchester, as we heard earlier, looking way, way better. And also other teams from England, Arsenal is also through in first place. They won 6-0 yesterday against Lens, so a very dominant display to put them through to the knockout stages and also guarantee a first spot. All right, that's it for the Champions League games. We have a Wonderful weekend ahead of us with some really exciting games. Saturday, not quite as exciting. The best game there from European leagues is Newcastle against Manchester United. But on Sunday, we have a feast. We've got Bayer Leverkusen against Borussia Dortmund from Germany. Man City against Tottenham. We've got Barcelona against Atletico Madrid. And finally, as if that wasn't enough in Italy, Napoli against Inter Milan. So some really cool games to look forward to. And we'll cover the most important games, the best game, definitely on Monday again in the next episode of Blind Football News. All right, so have a great weekend. Until then, take care and goodbye.